Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. We are also broadcasting on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. We'd love for you to subscribe to this channel and like this video as we talk Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold's Mike Singer. Well, Mike, as we sit here in South Bend with the wind chill at about minus 14 on this Tuesday, it's nice to bring a little warmth to the conversation as Notre Dame got a commitment from an interesting linebacker from the Hawaiian Islands. Lucky Marty Biagi gets to recruit the state of Hawaii for Notre Dame. Very uh, good uh, for him. Um, And, yeah, I mean, his efforts, along with uh, a few other Notre Dame coaches, kind of paid off uh, on Monday night. Uh, Ko'o Kia uh, announcing his commitment to the Fighting Irish. um, 6'2", around 200, 510 pounds. um, And, uh, yeah, from Honolulu, Punahou. Um, currently a three-star linebacker, but don't worry about the rankings right now for 2025 class. Um, very, very, very early. Um, and uh, so some interesting stuff. He was just on campus at Notre Dame over the weekend, and he was the only recruit on campus to my knowledge. And he was, his visit was kind of twofold, Darren. It was part as a recruit who was very much considering Notre Dame and part as a brother of a Notre Dame football player who was – you know, moving back to, to school. Uh, his older brother is Kahanu Kia, who signed with Notre Dame in the 2021 recruiting class and then took a two-year mission trip. Now, Darren, when, when these young men take their uh, Mormon mission, oftentimes it's before, um, you know, they start their college career. You had Kahanu do a season at Notre Dame and then leave for two years, which doesn't affect his eligibility clock. He still has four years to play because that freshman season he had, he only played in two games. Um, so, Oftentimes when those kids come back, they can just they, – they can go wherever they want there, and they can go to Utah or BYU or, you know, go back to, you know, in-state school in Hawaii. Um, and Kahanu decided he wanted to come back to Notre Dame. Um, and then Ko'o, you know, Notre Dame was recruiting him the hardest. The staff really wanted him. Um, so now you have the Kia brothers linking up um, in South Bend and uh, their father, Nate Kia, head coach at Punahou High School. Um, and a former Utah defensive lineman. So um, some pretty good bloodlines there. You got the family connection with the brothers there. Notre Dame's obviously doing pretty well with brothers, um, you know, over the past few years. And here's another interesting thing about Kia's background, talking about Ko, with him getting to Notre Dame in 2025, he will have three years to play with his brother, who's four years older than him. That's because of, you know, his brother, you know, is going to come back as a sophomore, um, who can play for four seasons, really, red, you know, kind of that red, red shirt freshman. You know, he's got four years to play, so that's, uh, so that's really cool. Of course, the 2024 season um, 
you know, he won't get to play with Antamako. But, yeah, again, really cool, Darren. Uh, and then if, as far as him as a player, he's kind of just what I would call a defensive athlete. Mike will defensive end, you know, kind of a true outside linebacker. This guy can do a lot of different things. Uh, Kooki is, I think it's a, it's a really good get. His film is just fun to watch. All of these, you know, kind of scouting guru guys that I talked to um, and doing an, an article at Blue and Gold titled, you know, what the experts are saying about him, um, very high praises. So um, I, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited about Kooki's commitment to the Fighting Irish. And he comes from the high school uh, that Manti Teo attended, so that's not bad either. You stole my thunder. That's how I was going to wrap up this conversation. So Koho Kia picks the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. And just a quick follow-up. You said don't get all worked up about the star system for the 25 class. I assume most analysts are still wrapping up the 24 class before really digging in on 25. Yeah, I was uh, – when I was in San Antonio um, at the beginning of the month, I spent a lot of time with the two rankings guys there. Uh, from on three and and whenever the 25 class they came came up they're like man we like we have not been able to dive into the junior class as much as we would have liked to yet because yeah you have the senior film you know ahead of signing day and then you have the all-star games um so yeah that's that's more their focus but um so I, i would anticipate you know they're finishing up the 24 class rankings right now i believe and then they'll get to 2025 probably in february i would guess mike where does the notre dame 2025 class stand now how about this word, Darren? It is advanced at this stage of this cycle. Notre Dame already has, Darren, 14 commitments, right? 14 commitments. And if you're like, okay, Mike, why, why is that important? Notre Dame, I think the past two years, signed 23 total players uh, per class, right? Maybe it's 24 a couple years ago, but they signed 23, right? And they're already at 14, and signing day is in 11 months. So you're telling me the class is like 60%, 65% full, something like that? For high school players, it is – that's a high number. Um, so, again, Notre Dame, 14 commitments. You got the quarterback locked in with Deuce tonight. Really good safeties committed in Ivan Taylor and Ethan Long. Four defensive linemen committed. You got a tight end locked in, two running backs. Two linebackers, I mean, like, you, the class is really just missing. They don't have any receivers yet, so they're going to need, you know, probably three receivers. They'll take a couple more offensive tackles to go along with Will Black, who's outstanding. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this this class is cooking there, and it, it, I think it's really good. And how about this? Creed Thomas from Brophy Prep in Phoenix. That's where, um, of course, Ben Morrison went to high school. Creed Thomas kind of has a similar play style to Ben Morrison, that's someone that Kareem has looked up to for a long time. And then Will Black is drawing Joe Alt comparisons for kind of like mm-hmm. the way that he moves and his size and all those things. So, Darren, that sounds pretty damn good to me. And then you have, you know, your highest-ranked player of the class is your quarterback. Sign me up. So that that's great. And then um, Notre Dame currently, again, with 14 commitments – that is the most of any school in the country. The second, the team with the second most is Oklahoma with nine. Like that gap of five commits at this stage is kind of unheard of. Um, so it, it's impressive. The last thing I want to say on this, Darren, is if you look at the different rankings websites, and I've explained this before in articles and videos of Blue and Gold, but I want to make sure that more people kind of understand this because I've seen comments and people are like, 
Mike, why does on three hate Notre Dame so much? Why does Notre Dame have number five class when 24-7 rivals have Notre Dame's number one class and probably ESPN as well? And they don't say it in that tone either, Darren. It's much more angry. And I tell them, like, those websites early on, it's very much a popularity contest. It's who has the most commitments is ranked highest. But what on three tries to do, and I'm not going to go into the details of it right now just for the sake of time, but – it's more of a reflection of what things might look like at the end of the year or like the quality of your commits. So basically there's a rolling average of three commitments. It only takes your top three commitments because that is the rolling, that's the average of the amount of commits per P5 school, if that makes sense. Um, so Notre Dame at the number five school in the country right now, you tell me what's more likely to happen. For the end of the 2025 cycle, Notre Dame signs the number five class or the number one class? Notre Dame always has the number one class early in the cycle because they have more commits than everyone else, but they never finish number one. So that's kind of the point there, uh, Mr. Pritchett, um, you know, for, for folks to kind of get an understanding of uh, a little bit more how the rankings work for the team side of things. But regardless, it, it's a really good class, and I think Irish fans have a lot of reasons to be excited. Mike, with 14 commitments on January the 16th, is this a sign that Marcus Freeman and his coaching staff analyze, develop, or pick the guys they want and get the offers out quicker than just some past coaching staffs? I probably, but to be fair, this this has happened under Kelly too. Like they yeah. would they would jump off the hot starts. Let's just go to the Lou Holtz quote. Um, you know, if you know Notre Dame, no explanation suffices. Um, I, I always hate bringing up that quote when I don't have it memorized exactly, but it's just one of those things like if, when you know Notre Dame, you will commit there because you just get it. Yep. So I think that's a big part of Notre Dame jumping up strong starts. You know, these, these kids love Notre Dame and they'll want to take their spot before someone else does. That that happens a lot of times. But if so, that's part of it. And then yes, to what you're saying, that's that's definitely part of it as well. He's Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm WSBT Radio's Darren Pritchett. Irish coaches on the road this week. Is there a lot of activity? Yeah, very, very much so. Um, they got on the road Tuesday morning, um, you know, at, at dawn. Uh, five of the staff members, and this includes Coach Freeman, were out on the road in California, where they will also be on Wednesday. Uh, and they're on the West Coast Thursday as well. So there's a few Notre Dame coaches who get the warm weather in California and Vegas and Arizona. And there's a few coaches who, no disrespect to these states, it's just not the best time of the year at these places, you know, New Jersey and Virginia and, and Indianapolis and, you know, some, some of these different spots. So um, I'll just, a couple of notes for, in terms of stops to report on for you guys and, um, you know, my web audience at blueandgold.com can read the every morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time. I post an, an article about here's where I'm told the coaches are on the road today. Um, on Tuesday, they, uh, I believe it was Freeman, the offensive staff, uh, minus Dylan McCullough got to see, and Joe Rudolph got to see Ryder Lions. So Notre Dame already has their 25 commit and Deuce Knight committed. And, it's already looking ahead to 2026, Gadouli and Denbrock, who, of course, worked at Cincinnati. Those guys are familiar with each other. Um, you know, they're on the road together, uh, I, I believe, all this week, or most of this week, looking at some 2026 quarterbacks. Um, so Ryder Lions is one, and uh, it's actually pretty cool. You got to see this um, video 
of Lions throwing. And, um, you know, the tweet says, thank you to, to you know, Freeman and the entire staff. It wasn't the entire staff, but um, there's, there's Ryder Lions. Again, for our, our, our YouTube audience, you see Gadouli in the background. Uh, you know, and to Gadouli's right is Freeman, and then to Gadouli's left is uh, receivers coach Mike Brown. And I believe Den Brock was there as well. So pretty cool. So Notre Dame's getting a head start on the uh, 2026 class, Darren. And then um, I'm told on Wednesday they will get to see Brady Smeagol, uh, who is a 6'4", 180-pound quarterback at Newberry Park, um, California, uh, an elite passer early on in the 26th class. And he's visiting Notre Dame this weekend. So, you know, I do like how early the Irish are on the 26th class. And Smeagol and Lions, they offered several months ago. So it's not like they're just starting on the 2026 class. Uh, and then you get Smeagol, who's the first guy they've offered in that cycle who's, who's been able to visit campus. So again, that will take place this weekend. So you like to see that. Uh, and these guys are pretty darn good passers. Uh, and then um, Lions, by the way, is at Folsom High School, which is the school that um, you know produced Rico Flores, um, just to, to throw that out there. So there's some familiarity with that school, and it's one of the top uh, schools in the country. Mike, what about this weekend for the Fighting Hours? Anything happening? Oh, yeah. Big recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. Um, every January since, I believe since Freeman's been the head coach, they've had what, what they call, or what's called in recruiting as a junior day. It's um, you know basically just a big event where they want to have as many of their top targets on campus um, as possible. That will, I believe this, this one coincides with the hockey game. I know hockey games in Notre Dame football are kind of, you know, um, you know, sketchy to talk about but the kids love going to these hockey games this this recruiting weekend in the past has really done very well for the fighting irish um you know styles prescott was at this one last year i'm just thinking off the top of my head like guys who would eventually commit to notre dame um preston zinter the year before like there's always a few of these guys who will end up committing to the irish and there are several top targets on campus and uh, i quickly just wanted to mention a couple of offensive linemen who are told will be on campus. You have Owen Strebig from Wisconsin, uh, 6'7", 295 pounds. I would probably argue Notre Dame's – I now have access to Notre Dame's board, you know, one through five, whatever they rank the offensive tackles. But if I had to guess, I would say Strebig has been their top guy. Um, and uh, he's coming off of a Wisconsin visit, the home school, uh, the home state school, but he has been – uh, this will be his sixth trip to Notre Dame, which is more than he's been to Wisconsin, according to his on three visit center. Um, so that's a big visit. And then you have Jack Lang from uh, Missouri, 6'8", 275 pounds, another highly coveted, highly ranked uh, four-star offensive tackle. So uh, that's just a couple of the names. Uh, it's a big offensive tackle recruiting uh, weekend for Notre Dame. And uh, if you're a Notre Dame fan wanting to learn more about the Irish recruiting weekend, go to blueandgold.com. Uh, throughout the week, we'll have updates um, and preview articles, that kind of stuff, uh, especially as we get later to the week, closer to Saturday's junior day uh, with coverage from myself and, and Kyle Kelly. I'm just really glad to hear you talk about Notre Dame hockey. I've known it's the cool place to be for like 15 years, but now you're starting to understand the importance of Notre Dame hockey and Notre Dame football. So we'll try to beat Penn State. I was watching to see if there was any – Penn State guys on there. So we'll do our best this weekend to put on a good show. All right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, Darren. All right. 
So, Mike, what is happening right now at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com? Yeah, it's the off-season for the football team, but it's not the off-season for the football program. I just came up with that on the spot there, and I, I like that, right? It's, they're not playing football games right now, but Marcus Freeman and the staff have things cooking all year long, and if you're a Notre Dame diehard and you want to follow the news, get the insight, talk to the expert, I mean, maybe not an expert in me, but my, my coworkers, we'll call them experts, um, and then just you know, kind of BS with the thousands of other Notre Dame fans and on a daily basis, you get all of that at blueandgold.com. And it's just going to cost you a buck, a buck for your first two months when you use the promo code UND1 if you are a new subscriber at blueandgold.com. So, yeah, it, it's really a no-brainer offer. Um, so if you subscribe to the website, hop on the loose emoji message board, send me a message, post on the board, say, hey, Mike, I came from YouTube and, and Darren's show. Um, definitely let me know. And, uh yeah, Darren, it's, it's, it's always a good time. Again, football team's out of season, but the program is not. Always busy with recruiting and, and all of the craziness going on in college football all the time. And I know your colleague Tyler Hork is starting a series of articles going back and watching all of Riley Leonard's games at Duke and offering analysis, so you've got that to look forward to. That'll be in that two-month window as well. All right, he's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Thank you so much, sir, for the visit, and we shall talk to you next week. All righty. Thank you, Darren. That's Mike. I'm Darren. More Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat is coming up next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 